One of the best parts about being a solopreneur is not really having to answer to anybody. Basically, you can you can do whatever you want when you want and you're technically the only person that you're really accountable to. And this is this is a dream that I, I think a lot of people have, like being able to run their own business successfully and, and not have to answer to anybody. Uh, but it's one that it's it's it was one of those opportunities that very few people actually get to realize and to to do without you know some extra thing on the side or some some extra stress on the side. And while it's great to be in this position where you you don't have to answer to anybody and you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, with that freedom comes great responsibility. So basically because you're the one who's doing all of the work and you're responsible for everything, well, you're responsible for everything. So whether things are going right or going wrong, it's basically like your name is on the door, so to speak. So it's like you, you have to admit when you get things wrong as well as when you get them right. And if you're really good at what you do and you love to do it, so in this case, if you're, you're, really good at, at writing code or, or building software and you love to do it, um, it's easy to get into this situation where basically that, like the work gets all of your attention and all of the other stuff, and kind of put that in air quotes, all of the other stuff kind of falls to the wayside. So you get into this situation where your work is really good, but maybe your personal life is a bit chaotic or like the administrative side of your business is a bit chaotic. And this is something that I saw in myself early on and I've seen with, with other people and I see it nearly every day in, in one way or another where you basically get into the situation where you're really good at the work but it's the, the other stuff that kind of falls by the wayside. And so in this episode, what I want to talk about are, I guess you could, my five tips for staying organized and staying productive as a solopreneur because one of the nice things is that the problems that tend to to plague most people who are running their own business are pretty similar. So at least from my vantage point of somebody who, who works with solopreneurs every day to, to build their own software, I get to see kind of like, well, what are the what are the common problems that people have or what are the common mistakes that a lot of people are making? And it's 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 consistent enough where I feel confident saying like, okay, the the five things we're gonna talk about in this episode if you implement them as a solopreneur, you're definitely going to find at the very least a little more peace in your day-to-day and, and a lot less stress, but also you're more likely to find success because you're not going to be wasting time on you know, trivial mistakes or things that could be easily avoided. So one of the, the biggest areas that I see kind of people goofing up in, and I goofed this one up early on and, and honestly up until relatively recently, at least the last year, which is not keeping a to-do list. So, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm actually referring to something very specific here. So not just a to-do list in the sense of like, kind of like scrawling things out on paper or, you know, you have a to-do list app over here and a to-do list app over here, or maybe you jot things down here or there, something like that. But like an actual to-do list system that you use to keep track of your work. So personally, the way that I handle this, and and I found that this has alleviated a lot of the stress around the question of like, well, what 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 the hell am I doing today? Or what, what do I need to do? Is I use an app called Things. So uh, Things is available as a, a desktop app for the Mac as well as um, on iOS for your phone. 
And basically what it allows you to do, it's very simple. It allows you to keep multiple to-do lists, but it also gives you the ability to keep a today list and uh, schedule different things out against your calendar. And I really like this because it allows me to do two types of lists. One being the, the short-term or immediate to-do list, and then the other is the long-term to-do list. So by short-term to-do list, basically what I'm getting at is the stuff that I'm going to or need to do today or over the course of the next week. So this is stuff that immediately needs to be done or ideally is immediately done. So for me personally, this is... I need to work on this feature this week in order to move this product forward. Or, uh, you know what, I need to remember to pay this this tax bill, otherwise I'm gonna get a knock on my door. Um, and it can even be like very simple things. So like day to day, there are certain things that I like to do every single day just to keep myself with an even keel. And one of those is to take vitamins, and another is to, to write in a journal for 15 minutes every morning. So what I've done is I've basically said, okay, in addition to the stuff that's just like, okay, I need to take care of this this week, I also add the things that I want to do every single day. So like I'm saying, so I have an item on my to-do list that automatically repeats every single day for taking my vitamins, and I have another one that automatically repeats every single day for writing in my journal. And I found that something neat happens with this. So not only does it get those things out of your head, so I, I, I see this problem with solopreneurs where it's it purely comes down to overwhelm. So it's just too much stuff in your head keeping you uh, distracted from the tasks at hand. And what this allows you to do is just get even like the silly stuff out of your head. So you're, you're basically saying like, well, ideally I'm gonna take vitamins every day, so why not just put that onto my, my to-do list? And this, this ultimately accomplishes two things. So one, it makes sure that that thing actually happens, but two, it also makes sure that you're checking something off on your list every single day. And it's really easy. It's like, well, unless I'm just being absolutely lazy that day or just don't care, I know that no matter what, I'm gonna get to check off at least one thing on my to-do list, which is really motivating and kind of like a, a weird lizard brain sort of way. So it's, it's nice to know that every morning it's like, okay, I took my vitamins, okay, I, I wrote in my journal, um, and then I've got like another one that's making sure to respond to emails in my inbox and, and try and get down to inbox zero. And those three simple things not only make my day-to-day -day life a lot easier and a lot less stressful, but it also means that every single day I'm starting off with something getting done. And so as a solopreneur, I highly recommend making sure that you're keeping track or at least doing what I, this, the way that I explain it to mentees at Clever Beagle is doing a brain dump. So getting everything out of your head, whether it be related to your product, related to your business, your personal life, whatever, just get it out of your head. And my system for that is that short-term to-do list. So stuff that I'm going to do either today or over the course of the next week. And then a long-term to-do list, which is like stuff that like, I don't know, maybe I was eating lunch and I had an idea for a feature that I might work on someday. I'll kind of put that off onto a long-term to-do list and then not really think about it. So always keeping yourself kind of present and in the moment saying like, okay, here's the stuff that I can realistically do today or this week and that's it. And then just getting yourself into a habit of saying like when anything pops up or comes to mind. So on my computer, I have a hotkey or on my phone, I have the app on my uh, my dock so I can quickly get to it. But basically anytime something comes up where it's like, I have to do this thing later, I make a habit to just say like, and, and I do this, so if you talk to, to people that I mentor, they'll see me doing this mid-call, I'll pop up a, a little to-do list 
editor and I'll say like, oh, don't forget to do this thing. And then I put it on my list. And the way that I manage this is every day, either usually it's in the morning, but sometimes I'll do it in the evening if I have the energy, I'll basically edit that list. So at the end of the day, I kind of look at the stuff that I added and I'll schedule it out. So I'll say like, you know what? I don't want to do that tomorrow, but I'll have some time to do that on Thursday or I'll have some time to do that on Friday. And basically just get into the habit of keeping track of what you're doing and, and reviewing what's coming up because it just enables you to not worry so much. You're not trying to like juggle all this stuff in your head and be like, oh, well, what am I doing tomorrow? Oh God, what? I forgot to do that thing. Oh crap. I forgot to do that bill or whatever. And you don't create all this unnecessary stress and ultimately extra work that you have to either go back and do or pay some debt in the future for. So uh, a good story about this is uh, I wasn't really doing this last year and I was in this flurry where like every day I would just kind of say, like, try and remember like, oh, what do I got to do today? Oh, okay. And I would do stuff. And one of the dumbest things I've done in recent history is I didn't pay the, the initial payment for my health insurance. And so for the last year, I haven't had health insurance because I didn't just take care of this task. And that's something now, having gone through the process of implementing uh, a to-do list system, that it's just kind of like brainless. It's like, are you serious? You screwed that up? <laughs> it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff. So making sure that you're not uh, skipping over the things that need to get done because you're, you're, you're not staying organized and you're, you're too focused on the work or too focused on the wrong things and not keeping track of, of where it is you're trying to go. So that's, that's kind of tip number one is keeping a, a short-term and a long-term to-do list. Another one, and this is one that I see constantly, I see this nearly every day or at least a few times a week, and it's, it's so common that I've kind of come up with a little term for it called the password scramble. And so the, the tip here is to use a password manager. So without a doubt, every week I'm going to see at least one person that I mentor uh, hit this point in our conversation where we're like, oh, we got to... For example, uh, Amazon Web Services, we use Amazon S3 quite a bit. And so we'll say like, oh, okay, can we log into Amazon S3 and, and change this security setting or add a, a bucket or something like that? And without a doubt, there's at least one person who's like, um, yeah, hold on. And then they, they go into this scramble where it's basically, like they'll check their email accounts or uh, they'll flip through some scrap paper on their desk. Um, or maybe they'll be like, I'll be right back. And then they have to like, go get their phone or something else. But basically it's a scramble where they can't remember or can't find the password for this thing. And it ends up wasting all this time and adding all the stress when realistically it's something that can be solved very easily by using a password manager. So if you've I'm guessing if you're a technical person and you're listening to this, you've you've definitely heard about or at least have seen a password manager before. But if not, a password manager is an application where you can keep track of all the different accounts that you have as well as the passwords for those accounts. So very simple. Uh, and what's neat about this is it, it solves a couple of different problems. One, it helps you to keep organized so you actually know what all of your accounts are. But it also helps you to stay secure. So... Uh, as a, a solopreneur working on software, security is a big deal. You have all of these different accounts that you depend on and each one has a password and it's, it's every single one is essentially a security hole for your product. And so what a password manager allows you to do is generate uh, random passwords that are highly secure on the fly. So instead of having to sit and come up with a password or you know, reusing the same password over and over for all of your accounts, basically what you can do 
is push a button and say, generate a strong password for me. And then what this app will do is not only generate it, but it'll keep track of it. So I'll say, oh, you generated this strong password for this account. So uh, like Amazon Web Services. So you, you logged into this website and generated this password. Cool, keep track of that. And then what it does is it allows you to keep track of all that behind what, what's called a master password. So this really long, unique password that you have either written down or ideally memorized in your head, like a string of words that you'll memorize. But basically it allows you to keep everything secure behind a single password so that you don't have to worry about it. And so this solves all of these problems in one and that's why I love it so much. Um, and it's, it's not just saving you time, but it's making sure that your process is more secure because you're, you're not leaving random passwords out in the wild, like written on paper or in your email account or something like that. But everything's staying in one place. And the reason I recommend this isn't just organization, but it's also what I like to call like a, I don't know if it's like a, a fix for, but it, it's a, a tool that can help you in what I call panic or crisis moments. So for example, say it's the middle of the night and a server crashes and you need to log into that server. Inevitably, if it's like two in the morning and something's going wrong, you're going to be at least a little bit panicked and overwhelmed and your brain is probably not going to remember that really detailed password that you put in or which account you used or all this thing and so by having this tool you're just making it really easy for yourself to be like okay this server went down on amazon okay where's my amazon password got it copy paste log in okay fix the problem as opposed to doing the password shuffle at two in the morning be like Oh God, uh, what's the password for this? Oh, I got to reset the password. And then you're wasting all this time and adding all this stress to your life for something that is arguably pretty simple to solve. So use a password manager, especially if you're working by yourself. because It just eliminates that problem and, and takes away a lot of stress. Kind of related to this is making sure that you're leveraging what I say, I call it leveraging patterns, but it really it's, it comes down to being consistent. So um, one of the, the other problems that I see day to day, and I, I saw this in myself early on, was always doing things differently. So what I mean by that is instead of just following a standard pattern for, uh, for example, how you write your code or how you complete a task, you're always trying to do it in a different way. So you're like, oh, well, I'm going to use if we talk about productivity technique, like today I'm going to use the, the getting things done method or no, I'm going to use Pomodoro technique or I'm going to do this. And there's never any consistency day to day to how you do things, which inevitably leads to chaos because you're, you're in this situation where it's always changing. And so your brain not only has to solve the problem or complete the task at hand, but it also has to think about like, how am I going to go about solving this problem or completing this task? And so one of the things that I highly encourage is just thinking about, and this, this applies to everything. So I, I kind of hinted at like, well, this relates to, to passwords and accounts and all that stuff, which it does, but it technically applies to everything. So for example, when it comes to accounts, one of the things that I do at Clever Beagles, I make sure to always use the exact same email address or the exact same username for every account that I have, every single account. So it's like, I would say 95 to 99% guaranteed that any website that I have an account on is going to be using the, the business at cleverbeagle.com email address that I have set up. Or it's, if it doesn't accept an email address, it's going to be using the username Clever Beagle or some variant of that. But it's going to be something that I can predict and I can easily remember and just recall from memory without having to go and dig and say like, 
did I use my personal email account for this or did I use the business account or did I do that? You just say no. If it's related to my business or it's related to my product, I'm gonna use the same stuff consistently everywhere. And I'm not talking about using the same password or something like that. So again, with a password manager, you can generate passwords and you should, but like the email address or the account that you're using to log in with, make sure that stuff like that is consistent. And this also applies to how you do things. So I get picked on quite a bit for how I write code. So um, I realized a few years back that I got caught up in the flurry of JavaScript. So every, or the, what's the term for it? JavaScript fatigue. So people talked about like, there's always something new with JavaScript or something's always changing and there's always something to keep up with. And I, I eventually realized that like, this is stupid. Like really, really stupid because I was wasting all this time constantly reinventing my process and how I did things. And eventually I stepped back and I, I did something known as thinking from, from first principles. So this is literally zooming out and saying, how does this thing work at a very fundamental level? So if we're talking about building software, it's like, well, typically speaking, I'm going to have to build a, a front end, a UI, and I'm going to have to connect that UI to a server. And then I'm going to have to connect that server to a database. And those are first principles. Like those, if you're talking about building software on the web, you're going to have to do some variant of those things every single time that you want to build an application. So realizing that what I did is I said like, well, what patterns make sense to me in relation to doing those things? So how do I best understand how to accomplish those things or complete those tasks? And so once I figured that out, I basically committed and said like, unless there's a really good reason to change this or like a noticeably better way to do it that like improves the amount of time, like reduces the amount of time it takes me or just generally makes it easier for me to understand, leave it alone. So what I do is I, I use old patterns. So uh, one of the, the ones that I've gotten a slap on the wrist for recently was uh, I use React quite a bit right now to build my, my user interfaces. So this is the React JavaScript framework. And basically I, I've used the uh, class-based pattern for defining my components. And the reason why is that all of my tooling is adapted around that, but so is my thinking. So what I mean by that is if I want to build a new component for my front end, so build a piece of my UI, I have snippets built into my text editor where I can just type a few characters, hit enter, and not only am I spitting out that code, but my brain already understands the system. I don't have to think about like, oh, well, how is this thing used? Or how, wait, what, how does this work? I don't do that. I just focus on implementing the features. And this is possible because I'm not just constantly jumping to whatever the new thing is. Even if I think it's cool, even if I think it's a great way to do something, I avoid it because it means that, okay, now I have to readapt my thinking to this new process. And it, it becomes inconsistent and it adds all this extra work that I don't really need to do. And when we're talking about like a... a uh, a large scale project like building a software product, this really matters when you're trying to keep all of the code consistent. So one of the big problems I see is that I'll, I'll see people who like, we'll, we'll take the React example. So they'll implement part of the product in class-based components, or they'll do part of it with the, the functional components and the hook stuff, or they'll use this other library and they'll mush all this stuff together. And then they sit and wonder like, well, why is this taking so long? Or why is this so stressful or so confusing? And the reality is because it's inconsistent, your brain, even on a micro scale is having to context shift. So it's having to say, 
Uh, oh, wait, how does this thing work? Oh, right. Okay. This one works like, oh, wait, what is this one? And so you waste all of this unnecessary time and it's, it's not necessary. All you have to do is just say, what is the thing that makes sense to me? And what makes me the most productive? Implement that and then just stay consistent with it until you get a really, really good reason. And this isn't a really good reason like everybody else is doing it. This is more so is there a really good reason that I understand and I can clearly see benefiting my work to improve how I do things a lot faster or a lot better than I do them today? And if the answer is no, just stick with what you've got and stay consistent because you can really get yourself into this snarl where it's like you're wasting time reinventing the wheel constantly. You don't really need to. Another part that kind of plays into all of that is, and this, this is more so like how do you do the work or how do you get things done, which is making a point to document your processes. And so what I mean by this is it's inevitable that when you sit down to do some work, you're going to do it more or less the same way or you're going to do the same steps. So uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do things in the exact same way, but you're going to follow some sort of common pattern for how you do things. So uh, for example, if you're going to write code, like maybe you're most productive in the morning. So in the morning, you kind of like close the door and you sit there in the quiet and you work for two or three hours and that's part of your process. Uh, maybe it's something a little more detailed. So for example, like right now I'm, I'm shooting this content uh, and I'm gonna have to, to upload it to all these services and promote it. So one of the things that I do, and this is like, this is where you're gonna be like, really, should I trust this guy? Um, if you're if you're listening to the audio, what I'm doing, I'm holding up my my binder. It's literally a binder with a piece of paper in it, and I've taken with a sharpie and I've written out my checklist for preparing and promoting content. And it's literally just it's a piece of paper, and I've written out my checklist, and then I've put it inside of a sheet protector. And then what I do is I'll use a, a dry erase marker to check stuff off every week. Very simple, but the point being that there's all of these things that I need to do to complete this process. And instead of taxing my brain with having to remember that, what I'm doing is I'm essentially saying like, you know what, I'm gonna defer that to a checklist. And so I have my checklist and every week I put together the content and then I go down the checklist. I say, like, did I upload it to YouTube? Did I upload it to SoundCloud? Did I post the blog post? Did I add some tweets to my queue? And what this inevitably does is it makes it so that within a margin of error, we're gonna say like plus or minus, I don't know, a few percent, but within a margin of error, I basically keep everything consistent. And I always get hassled for this. So a lot of people are like, how the hell do you do that? How do you, how do you, how do you stay so consistent? Or how do you always get things done? That's how. It's really stupid. I don't want you to think like, oh, there's some amazing like widget behind the scenes to keep this going. It's dumb stuff like a piece of paper and a Sharpie. It's, it's not things that need some convoluted system to work. What really matters is making sure that you, you take the time to consider how do I do this thing and then write it down. Figure it out, figure out the pattern, figure out the system, and then put it into a consistent system that you can reuse over and over and over. Again, this is just like being consistent with how you write your code. It's also be consistent with documenting things. So once you realize like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna do this again. Take the time to pause and say, like, okay, if I'm gonna do this again, what am I doing? Write down the checklist, write down the steps, document it. And this, this again, if you're a solopreneur, you're by yourself. So this isn't about doing this for other people. This is about for you in the future. It's kind of basically saying like, you know what? 
you're kind of a doofus and I'm speaking to myself here. It's like, you're kind of a doofus and you forget a lot of stuff. So why don't we write this down as a list and then you're not going to forget it. You're just going to look at your list, check a few boxes and be like, oh, okay, now it works. And, and that's, it's, it's insanely helpful. It sounds so stupid, but it, it works. And it's like, I know that today because of that checklist that I just showed you, I'm going to consistently put this out. And so you're going to actually see it. And I'm not going to be like, scrambling tomorrow morning like oh crap I forgot to do this thing it's like no it's done consistently so document your process figure stuff out and then put it into a system and then keep track of it and keep repeating the same things because even though it can get boring even though it can be tedious being consistent with how you do things and keeping them in a system means that okay you're not going to be stressed. You're not going to be overwhelmed. And the work actually gets done the right way the first time instead of having to constantly come back and clean up messes. Um, and to cap this off, this is this is my favorite one, hands down. And it's, it's not really a thing to do. It's not like a way to do your work or anything like that. It's more so a reality of being human, which is go to bed. So... <laughs> I, I, I used to, to like, legit, I don't have a, I have a like little iced coffee thing here, but I, I used to sit and just drink black coffee all day. So like back when I was, so I started when I was 23. So like I was probably about 24, 25 at the time, but I remember distinctly this period of my life where I would get up about 7am and then I would just start drinking black coffee hand over fist. And I would get like not the shakes, but I, I was noticeably like, Hey man, back off a little bit. Like I was edgy. And, and that was my solution to getting things done. I would, I would stay up for like 14, 16 hours doing all this like super hardcore, like thinking and working. And then I'd go and get like maybe five or six hours of sleep because all the black coffee has me like wide awake, sitting, jittering in bed. And it's like, I wouldn't get any real sleep. And then I'd get up and do it again. And I repeated this process for at least two or three years until I basically hit this wall where I was like, I was depressed. I was burned out. I never got anything done. The quality of my work started to suck and it was just sad. It was really hopeless and, and just not good. And so I realized that like, okay, well, why don't we try sleeping? So clearly the problem is that you always feel tired. You always feel stressed. So just go to bed. And about a year ago, I, I heard a podcast with uh, this researcher, Matthew Walker. So he's a, a sleep researcher and he, and he wrote a book, uh, I think it's called Why We Sleep or something like that. But basically he talks about the significance of sleeping and why it's so important for the, the mind and the body to get seven to eight hours of sleep every single night. And once I heard that, I said like, you know what? your old system hasn't really been working. So I got a little bit better over the years. I would get, sometimes I would get eight hours, sometimes I would get six, but it wasn't consistent. But what I did is I forced myself. I said, okay, let's see what happens if I make myself go to bed every single night at the same time and force myself to get at the very minimum seven hours of sleep. And so this took some time. I wanna say it took about maybe two months to really force myself into the rhythm where it was natural. But I've gotten to the point now where like every single night without a doubt, my body starts to get tired around about 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m., um, so a little bit after dinner. And I start to slow down. And then about 9 to 9.30, I basically go and like get ready for bed and then I'm in bed. And so one of the things that I like to do is I'll, I'll get in bed and then I'll read for a little bit. So usually about 30 to 45 minutes. And then I, I notice that I start like 
falling asleep and I like jitter myself awake. And that's usually when I'm like, all right, put the book down and go to sleep. And so what happens as a result is my, my rhythm is every night I'm going to bed at the same time. And every morning I get up roughly around the same time. So like 5.30 to, to 6 a.m. is when I wake up. But the point is that because I'm consistently getting that sleep, every single day I wake up fresh. There's no like, oh, well, I stayed up too late doing an all-nighter last night, so I only got five hours of sleep. So you wake up the next day at like basically half power and try to do a full power day and do more work. And eventually it just adds up over time. You're burned out, you're stressed out, and things don't work. So get sleep. So it's it's very stupid, but it's very obvious. It's like, well... Go to bed, get rest. So when you feel your your mind getting tired, and it's this like it's a physical feeling, but like you get like a it feels like fuzziness. It's like you 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 start to to take way too long in between tasks to finish something, or your body just feels like Ugh. when you feel that, that's when your body's telling you go to sleep, go put it down, go to bed. Because staying up those extra hours, while technically yes, you are putting in more time the quality of that time is significantly reduced. So you get into this habit of like, yeah, I put in an extra three hours last night, but those three hours, I, I kind of like half did this thing. I, I kind of watched some videos on YouTube and I didn't accomplish anything. And so now I still have the work to do tomorrow, but I'm also tired the next day and it's just this big mess. So get some sleep because it, it really does have an impact on what you're doing. So that's it. Those are my five things. Those are the like the big grand genius ideas about how to stay organized and stay productive as a solopreneur. And again, like I said, when we started, like these are dumb things. These are very simple things, but they matter and they have an impact on what you're doing. And I want you to trust me because I've gone through this. I've gone through the process of doing it the opposite way and just being completely stressed out, completely tired and having all these problems in my business that I just didn't need to have. So in review, the five things are keeping a short-term and long-term to-do list. So keeping track of what it is you need to do. Don't just blindly show up every day and kind of make it up as you go. Keep track of what you need to do and check things off as you go. It's very stupid, it's very simple, but it matters and it has an impact. Two, use a password manager. So make a point to keep track of all of the accounts that you're using and make sure that you keep them in one place. So not only are you staying secure, but the extra organization means that if something goes wrong or when you're just doing your day-to-day -day work, you're not scrambling about, you're not wasting time on unnecessary stuff, you're getting things done instead of chasing mistakes that you've made in the past. A third and related to that is leveraging consistency and patterns. So when you do things, do them deliberately and do them in a way that you understand and that makes sense to you. So don't just go down the 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 road of like, oh, well, I'm going to do whatever's popular right now and constantly find yourself readapting to some new process, really consider like what makes sense to me and what makes me fast or what makes me the most productive. And then do that and do it relentlessly until you have a really good reason not to do it. So don't just chase, oh, well, this is the new popular productivity technique or this is the new popular way to write your code. Do it your way and focus on making it optimized for you because ultimately at the end of the day, as a solopreneur, you're responsible. It's it's your result that matters. So it doesn't matter if you fit in with all the other programmers if the work that you're producing is crap or that, you know, like you're stressed out or you're tired and your business is falling apart. It's like that stuff starts to not matter. So be consistent, but do it in your own way and be consistent in your own way. 
document your processes. So take the time to actually think about, okay, I'm doing this thing consistently, but how do I actually do it? And then take the time to write it down. So like I showed you, make a checklist for some process that you do. So like with me, promoting content every single week. Instead of trying to remember it and making mistakes, which I've done and you've seen it, it's public. You can see the weeks where I got it really right and the weeks where I didn't get it so right. That was because that was when I wasn't using a checklist. And so take the time to write stuff down. Figure out how you do it put it into a system and then just run the system or use the system. Don't constantly rely on your brain to do the work for you because eventually you're going to run out of steam and that's going to have an impact on your actual work that you're trying to do. Finally, and related to all of this, and this is probably the number one tip, but I left it for last because it's, it, it deserves to be the last thing that you hear, which is go to bed, sleep, don't think that you're some superhuman. You're not. I don't care what nootropics you're taking, what drug you're taking. It's going to fuck you over. You're going to get into a situation where you're burned out, you're tired, your work's going to suck. You're going to have to go back and do it again, and you're going to be stressed out. Then you're going to get angry. Then the next thing you know, you're on the local news. <laughs> you don't want to be that person. So just go to bed. Make it a habit. Make it something where it's like, okay, every night I go to bed or I get in bed at the same time, try to fall asleep by this time make a point to turn it into an actual deliberate habit. So force yourself. So the first few weeks that you do it, not going to be easy, but get yourself into a groove where you're saying like, okay, I'm going to consistently go to bed every single night at, and then I'm going to do it. And you force yourself until your body naturally takes over and does it for you. And the, the end result of that speaks for itself. You have plenty of energy to get things done. Your work is better. Your thoughts are clearer. You're more creative. It's just like every possible thing that you could think of that could be improved is improved by getting more sleep. So do that. All right. That's all I got. That's, that's my, my list of five things that you should do to be uh, more organized and more productive as a solopreneur. And look, I, I get that this stuff is hard. So I don't want you to think like, I'm Superman and I've got it figured out. Like this took me a long time. This took years of effort and kind of like just like smacking myself on the wrist. Like stop that. Go like fix it. Fix the problem. Do implement the thing or, you know, think about the problem. But if you take the time to do it, I can speak from experience that it solves the problem and you get into a position where things are just smoother. I'm, I'm like, I can say it like unequivocally. I'm far happier than I used to be simply by doing these things. I would attribute a lot of my success and a lot of my happiness back to these things because by doing those, they eliminate 60, 70% of the stress that I was feeling day to day. Because if everything else is running smooth, the only real problems that you have are like, oh, well, I got to fix this bug or I got to, you know, talk to this person or I got to go pay this bill. But it's, it's, it's very low level, low key stuff. It's not anything that should build up a bunch of stress in your life and tire you out and, and get you overwhelmed and put your business in jeopardy. So really consider this stuff, really take the time to do it and try it. And, and above all else, email me, leave a comment, ask, because I know it's hard and I know it gets, it's difficult, especially when, uh, as a solopreneur and, and speaking personally, when you're living around people who don't live that life, so they work a job or something like that, you can feel like the, 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 in my case, the odd man out where you're like, oh, well, nobody else is doing this. Why am I doing this? But uh, like I talked about with the way that you do things consistently, the way that you conduct yourself, do it for you so that you're stable because you're, you're it. So if you screw up or you mess up or you fall apart, you're the business. You're it. 
So get really, really self-aware about that and take the time to implement these things because once you do, you're gonna be so much happier and you're gonna be a lot more chilled out and you're gonna find that your work is just that much better. So that's gonna do it for this episode, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't already and you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button down below and then hit the bell once that pops up. That way you can get notifications as soon as these are released. And if you haven't already signed up for the, the email newsletter where I announce this every week, head over to cleverbeagle.com slash subscribe and get on the mailing list because I send this out and all the other content that we produce every other week uh, or every single week. So definitely hop on that list so that you can you can get the latest stuff as it comes out. So again, that's going to do it for this week, folks. Thanks for listening and we'll see you for the next episode.